Dennis Gates already has another basketball recruit in the fold for the Tigers. Also, Xavier Pinson, could he really be coming back to Columbia next season? And also, I understand you're probably mad that Kansas hasn't been punished more, but be careful what you wish for. All this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for making this show your first listen as always and thanks for telling a friend that we are free and available on all platforms. And well, obviously, thanks for joining me on Friday on my special edition of Locked on Mizzou on the road. And sorry I didn't get out an episode yesterday. Quite frankly, I forgot all about my jury duty situation until the last second. But fortunately, I'm off the hook at least for Tuesday. So here we are. Dennis Gates has secured another young man to play basketball for the Tigers. First of all, as I told you on Friday, Mohamed Diara out of Gardner City Community College in Kansas. To me, that one was an obvious pickup. You look at Diara, a guy with tremendous upside, tremendous size, and a really interesting feel for the game, especially for a kid of that size, a six foot ten, two hundred and thirty pound type player. But to be to be perfectly frank, I'm a little bit surprised with this latest commitment. DeAndre Golston, who spent the last two seasons at, at Milwaukee, by the way, in the Horizon League. So Dennis Gates obviously won the Horizon League the last couple seasons, spent the last three years in that league. So he should be pretty familiar with DeAndre Golston. No doubt he's scouted him before as Golston last season took by far the most shots on Milwaukee, used the most possessions on the team. So he was kind of their their number one go-to guy at a much lower level. So it'll be interesting to see how his game translates to that higher level. Now you'll notice his previous season, his what I guess you'd call his junior season, even though it was a, a free COVID season, right? Well, he shot 37% from three two years ago and also 48% of his two-pointers. Well, unfortunately, both those percentages went down quite a bit, again, with more usage last season for DeAndre Golston. So only 32% on threes last year versus 38%. That's a five-point percent drop in threes and a 10-point percentage drop in two-pointers in just one year. So the hope, at least from my angle, you got to hope that at Missouri, he won't be asked to shoulder that big of a load. So hopefully he'll get better shots and therefore he'll be more closer to his much more efficient junior season, quote-unquote, of 2021 than he was a little bit less efficient last year. Now, one thing he can definitely do is get to the foul line and make his free throws, about a 79-80% free throw shooter for his career in college. Also a guy who's got pretty good size, six foot five, 215 pounds. So defensively, I think the idea would be I think Dennis Gates is going to run a type of defense that Missouri wanted to run this past season under Conzo Martin. If you watch Florida State basketball before, and you should have if you're a Missouri fan the last few years, we've seen the the Knowles at least a couple times. Well, hopefully DeAndre Golston will be the type of guy that can switch at least the 
the two through four spots, right? Like you probably aren't going to ask him to guard a true center or guard a point guard necessarily, but certainly about anywhere else on the floor at six five with that type of size and, and a decent athlete. I think that's the hope. One of the big hopes for him defensively. Now, again, to be perfectly frank, to take a guy this early in the process, I was a little bit surprised that Gates went there because to me it seems like Golston would have been a take for Missouri, a guy they could have gotten maybe a month or two down the road, especially when we still don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong here, folks, but I don't believe we've heard a single official assistant coach be hired by Gates and Missouri here. So, to me, it's a little bit surprising to see him jump in so quickly. But again, at this point, I think you have to trust Gates' judgment. We don't really have any reason to doubt him yet, right? Give him the benefit of the doubt until he loses our trust. And also, again, the fact that he saw him up close and personal in the Horizon League, well, that gives you some optimism that Gates certainly knows what he's talking about here. But again, to be really frank, if this was somebody that Conzo Martin had signed this early in the recruiting process, the transfer portal process, I think we'd be questioning it quite a bit because, well, eventually Conzo lost that benefit of the doubt. But you know what? At this point, hey, DeAndre Golston, welcome to Columbia. We're looking forward to see you play some ball. And another Missouri basketball news the man who I believe is the tallest player to ever lace him up for the Tigers, Jordan Wilmore, the Missouri center, has chosen to enter the transfer portal, and I certainly don't expect to see Wilmore back. Unfortunately, he just didn't have it at this level, to be quite frank. Just didn't have the the, the agility, the quickness to be able to, to keep up defensively, and well, offensively, there wasn't enough, wasn't enough juice in that orange either, so... Unfortunately, that Jordan Wilmore going to be moving on didn't work out there. But on the other hand, that opens up another scholarship possibility, another roster spot for Dennis Gates. And, well, I wouldn't be surprised if we could see some more movement even still on this Missouri roster. You never know what's going to happen here. But speaking of guys who already moved on from Missouri, could Xavier Pinson be coming back to the Tigers? Well, I was fairly dismissive of this notion about a week ago, but according to his Instagram stories, he's really considering it. So let's talk more about X, but first I want to tell you about Stat Hero. Yes, Stat Hero, you know your bracket is probably on fire by now. Let's be brutally honest. But we still love March Madness anyway, right? And we like to have extra ways to make it fun. Well, guess what? Stat Hero has you covered. Their NCAA single game pick'em contests pit the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from the handicappers that always seem to have the edge on us squares. Let's be real. And here's the thing. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on Head-to-head, they simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players of your choice. So really, it all the ball is quite literally in your court. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on, by the way, for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. 
By the way, before I get to the Xavier Pinson talk, one little thing to clean up on DeAndre Golson. I should have pointed out that this is just a one-season pickup for Missouri. So, hey, let's say this doesn't work out and my skepticism about Golston turns out to be well-founded. Well, again, just a one-year deal, not exactly something that's going to submarine the program. I don't think Missouri is expecting a dramatic one-year turnaround next season anyway. So if Golston is a stopgap player here, you know what? That makes a lot more sense the more you think about it. Also, just as an aside, if you're a Royals fan, a Cardinals fan, kind of the same deal with Albert Pujols and Zach Greinke, right? There's no such thing as a bad one-year contract. So if you're out there worried about Pujols coming up the works at the DH spot, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Worst case scenario, you know, they can always uh, have him do a little early retirement. But you know what? I digress. This is not a baseball show. This is a Missouri football and basketball show. And you know what? By the way, allow me to digress here again one second. You all are you all have probably watched Seinfeld before, right? One of the most famous shows of all time, of course. One of the most famous episodes of all time is, of course, the Puffy Shirt episode where Jerry appears on television on a talk show and is talked into wearing the trendy pirate-like puffy shirt. And at one point, Jerry is not down with the puffy shirt, and he says, I don't want to wear the puffy shirt. Well, apparently Xavier Pinson very much wants to wear the puffy coat because I don't know if you noticed this online while LSU was in the tournament. Well, Xavier Pinson came out of the LSU bus wearing a puffy Mizzou winter coat. And boy, that got all of Twitter a buzz. Pinson just kind of brushed it off saying, what, man, it's my puffy coat. What what the hell? I like my puffy coat. What are you going to do? That was basically how he played it off. Well, just yesterday on Instagram, on his Instagram stories, in fact, Pinson put out multiple images saying that he's strongly considering coming back to Missouri, despite the fact that, well, some of his buddies won't be there. He actually tagged Kobe Brown, who hopefully will be there, by the way, but also ended up tagging Javon Pickett, Jeremiah Tillman, and Drew Smith as well. So, obviously... It seems like Pinson, whatever his problems were, were more Conzo Martin related perhaps than, than related to Missouri and his teammates because it certainly seems like the very least he's considering the notion. And, you know, as far-fetched as that seemed to me last week, well, now it is starting to seem like more of a possibility. And like I said before, Pinson, for all of his sort of ups and downs and the flaws in his game, well, his strengths are very obvious too. And his strengths were clearly something that Missouri could have used last season, and obviously a hole that still is in this upcoming roster. You need a guy who can be a lead ball handler, guy can score the basketball a little bit, knock down some open shots. I'm not saying Pinson is the greatest spot-up shooter in the world, but certainly just having a guy who can break down a defense and then actually do something with it when he gets into the paint, unlike some Tigers at times, well, that would be a really big thing for Missouri. Whether it's Pinson or somebody else, you've got to get a lead ball handler for next season if you're going to have any chance at being good whatsoever. So, you know what? Pinson, he'd fit the bill. And like DeAndre Golston, it would just be a, a one-year thing, a, a, a stopgap type player to, to get you to maybe the bridge to your younger players. So, in terms of roster management, it makes a lot of sense there, too. 
And speaking of guys who are certainly of interest to Missouri fans, well, how about the Missouri High School Player of the Year, at least the Gatorade Missouri Player of the Year? Luke Northweather from Blair Oaks is a guy who's been talked about, obviously, locally for obvious reasons. Hey, Blair Oaks just down the road from Columbia, you know, shouldn't Missouri be recruiting him? Is that not an obvious thing, right? Well, you would think so off the top of your head. And certainly you look at Luke Northweather's highlights, his measurables. He's 6'10", 225, and, and he's got some skills too. He can definitely shoot the ball from what I can see, put it on the floor, pass it a little bit. But I have to say, sort of like I would have played maybe the DeAndre Golston thing. This is a little bit different because Northweather would be potentially a four-year player, but I would put him on the back burner a little bit. I'm not saying that Missouri absolutely shouldn't take him, but my my I suspect that Northweather is certainly a Division One basketball player. No question in my mind he's going to play D1. I'm just not sure that he's an SEC-level athlete. You watch some of his highlights, as impressive as some of them are, Look at some of the kids he's playing against there. I mean, he's making moves a lot of times against a bunch of six foot two high schoolers. Let's just be honest here. He's not playing against the highest level you see there. And I'm just not sure if some of that stuff, especially defensively, I'm not sure who he guards at the next level. If he can actually be a true center, maybe fill out a little bit more, he starts to become more interesting to me. In my opinion, he's sort of a more... Uh, maybe a Parker Brown type player, just in terms of, hey, this guy's got some intriguing height, some intriguing skills, but he's not at the the level of explosive athleticism as Parker was at high school either. So to me, Luke Northweather, a guy I would certainly take as a preferred walk-on, speaking of Parker Brown, but to me, you look at his lack of other offers from any other high major teams. Right now, his biggest offer, according to Rivals.com, is from Wyoming, and I, that could be a good spot for Luke Northweather, and maybe he'll prove me and everybody at the high major level who isn't recruiting him wrong at the college level, and guess what? Well, maybe after a season or two, hey, the transfer portal, it's wide open. We'll take you then if you're Missouri. I, I just don't think at this point, as much as I love to see the local kid make good, I just don't think he's a take for Missouri at this point in time. Maybe I'll change my mind deeper in the process. And coming up on the show, let's be real. If you're a Missouri fan, it's kind of a tough pill to swallow to see Sean Miller of Arizona. He gets punished. Now Will Wade is fired from LSU. And yet, well, what happens to Bill Self? Apparently, absolutely nothing. He gets a lifetime contract and yet another trip to the Final Four. So, you know what? If you are the type of Missouri fan that would like to see some punishment come to Kansas, perhaps you're in revenge mode, well, you know what? I'm right there with you. But be very careful what you wish for. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. But first, let's talk some college basketball. Let's talk some baseball as well because, yes, it is a blue blood kind of March Madness all of a sudden, isn't it? St. Peter's, the Peacocks, that was a fun run. But you know what? We've got four literal blue bloods in the final four at this point. So you know what? Let's move on to baseball instead and talk about that fabulous sport where your Kansas City Royals are 16-1 to to win the AL Central, last place in the division as far as odds go. I can't say I disagree with that. I, as much as I am looking forward to watching the Royals' young players, I didn't love their offseason. And you know what? 
Didn't love the St. Louis Cardinals offseason either. If, if Albert Pujols is your big signing, as much fun as that will be for a, for a road down nostalgia lane, for a ride down nostalgia lane, I just don't really see the Cardinals being much better than they were last year. Sure, they were, what, a 90-win team, something like that, but it took a 17-game win streak in September for that to happen. I'm just not really seeing a lot of value there, to be honest. But you know what? Maybe you'll see tons of value on whatever your MLB futures are. Maybe you're into basketball, hockey, MMA, whatever it might be. We've got you covered over at betonline.net. Head there today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Again, at BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, this NCAA investigation into the Kansas basketball program started, what, three, four, five years ago at this point? I can't even remember. It's been so long. It seems like, I don't know, it's, it feels like it was before either of my daughters were born we've been talking about this stuff. That's how long it's been. And if you're frustrated by the speed of that process, well, join the club. I'm right there with you. However... I would caution everyone who is going to jump on the bandwagon with a bipartisan quote-unquote bill being introduced right now. And that's the, the bipartisan nature of this bill. You're talking Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn and New Jersey Senator Cory Booker. Well, let me let you in on a little secret. I don't want to get too political here. Maybe we'll get a couple secrets. Well, just because something is bipartisan, number one, doesn't mean that it's desirable. And number two, much of this has the Justice Department essentially getting involved with investigations. Now, I want to tell you something, folks. If you don't know how the Justice Department works, if the Justice Department ever brings charges against you or decides to investigate you, well, it's time to get really, really nervous because they win 99% of the time. And I don't, I don't think that's an exaggeration. That may sound hyperbolic, but... The Justice Department doesn't lose. And here's the thing. In America, the burden of proof is supposed to be on the state. So how is it that the Justice Department just basically always wins? Well, without getting too far down that particular topic of discussion, the point in bringing this up is be very, very careful what you wish for if you're a Missouri fan or a fan of just college sports in general. Because again, you invite the Justice Department into your house, essentially, into your business, well, they're going to find something. There are over 300,000 federal laws on the books. So if you think they're just going to get Kansas for, you know, academic fraud or something or, or paying Zion, attempting to pay Zion Williamson some money during his recruitment, well, I got news for you. They're going to find more than that if they really want to, and they might find some of it at Missouri, too. For all this talk of in this bill, well, my goodness, it's I can't disagree with with Cory Booker and, and Senator Senator Blackburn who say, well, this is it's been unfair. The process has been unfair. It takes way too long. Yada yada yada. Okay, that's that's all fine and dandy. But where is the evidence that Congress or the Justice Department is going to be able to make all of this fair all of a sudden? How is it that, oh, well, Missouri and Kansas and, and Memphis and, you know, Cleveland State are all going to have the same level, the equal fair amount of scrutiny? By the way, would you even want that? Would you want the smaller schools to have the same level of scrutiny? Again, 
This is an imagination of fairness. This is this is all made up to me. Where, where is it written that the Justice Department is somehow going to fix college basketball? Because it seems much more likely to me that they'll, in fact, ruin college basketball. So, again, you invite the Justice Department into your house because you think, well, they're going to protect me. Don't be too surprised if they start looking around and saying, hey, wait a minute, you've actually committed some crimes here. Oh, you didn't know it was a crime? Well, ignorance of the law is no excuse, yada, yada, yada. Just saying, folks, be very careful what you wish for when you invite the federal government into your lives. So with all that being said, thanks for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen every day. Now why not make your second listen Locked on NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL corner Eric Crocker. They bring you the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And as a Chiefs fan, well, we got a lot of picks now, don't we? So you got to check it out. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. Mizzou.